Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And we are back with Pastors Confidential, Hope mm-hmm. in Hard Times. That's right. Let's see. This is our fourth interview, I believe. I think this is number four. Yep. We're yep. going to do one more, which we weren't necessarily planning, but we've got a good one for you next week, which I'll have as a surprise. But anyways, uh, today we have Jennifer Agarwal. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to this because, you know, I had the opportunity the last couple years to spend a, at least a day at the elementary schools with a mm-hmm. program called the Watchdogs, okay. which is uh, dads of great students. And so you go in, you volunteer for the day, and you just kind of help out in various capacities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it really opened up my eyes to what teachers go through, to what a, a typical day for a teacher. Or a nurse. Or a nurse. Case. Or mm-hmm. school administrators. Yep. Basically anybody involved in school mm-hmm. for what that you know what they actually do day in and day yeah. out. It was really eye-opening for me, and I have uh, <laughs> have a lot more respect <laughs> for what they do, having just seen it even you know once or twice uh, a, a day for the last couple of years. And that was before COVID. And that's right. That was before all the COVID craziness. <clears throat> right. right. So today we're talking to Jennifer. She's a nurse, a school nurse uh, mm-hmm. currently, and um, she's actually at the elementary school where our youngest child goes. Um, and it's hard this year, I think. She shares a little bit about that in the podcast. It's it's hard for teachers. It's hard for nurses. Uh, it's hard for everyone. Yeah. And <clears throat> so you're going to get to hear from about that from her heart. But Jennifer is just a great woman of faith. Uh, she's a woman of prayer. Uh, mm-hmm. She's become a friend. And we have children in similar grades and ages. So it's a really fun to get to have her on the podcast today. Oh, yeah. Today. She's a real blessing to yep, our church. I definitely. think she came to our church, I want to say, about two, maybe three years ago. It was mm-hmm. right when we first started the praise service. Yeah. And, uh, you know, her, uh, both Jennifer and her family have gotten very involved yep. and they've been real, uh, real servant leaders of the church. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to hearing what she has to say. Yeah. It's a good interview. So we hope good. you enjoy it. We should probably also say something about our dog. Oh, correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the dog is... You can hear the dog in this interview. Yes. Jennifer loves dogs. And so she made a friend with Zeke when he, when she, she came over to the house for mm-hmm. the interview. So she made friends with Zeke. He did not want to leave her. So he was right at our feet chewing on a bone, which you'll hear. Yeah. And he also actually barks a little bit in the interview because he gets excited, which right. that sounds really stupid, but our dog doesn't bark. Yeah. We've well, heard him bark one time in the backyard time, yeah. and well, I have I- it on videotape. I think he was just showing off for her, basically. I don't know what he was doing, yeah. but he barked, so we do have it on file that the dog does make noise once in a while. That's right. Yeah. So anyways, you if, if that bothers you, I apologize. There is some little background noise. Good morning. It is Monday, and we are back with another episode of Hope in Hard Times, and so exciting because we have nurse Jennifer Agarwal on the podcast today. So hello, Jennifer. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. So why don't you just begin by first, everybody's been telling us like what their status is, like who they're quarantining with, who's home okay. and who's not home. Okay. Uh, um, and where kind of how this all started for you. Okay. So back in March when it all hit, um, I had three teenagers in the house with me, all at um, in high school. And I was working in an elementary school, so therefore I was out of school as well. So we were all together. Mm. Um, I'm divorced, um, dating Michael, who you know from the church, mm-hmm. but um, he was in his apartment. And so um, 
we were quarantining at home Mm -hmm. and you know the first week after spring break when we learned school wasn't in session we were okay with that we were okay with (laughs) like the second yeah the second spring week of spring break i was even okay with the third week okay um (laughs) but probably once the first week of april hit um was probably a low. I had a senior at the time. Yes, you had a senior. And it was difficult to watch her erase all of these important senior events off her calendar, Mm. the band banquet and the prom and powder puff and the walkthrough of her elementary school. And she didn't let her emotions show as much as I did. Mm -hmm. I think it affected parents in some way more than it affected the kids because they knew they had another exciting season on the horizon. But for me, it was, it was hard to watch. And, um, and so there were some really high highs during quarantine. Uh, we fell into some great rhythms. My kids are very self-directed, um, Mm -hmm. scholastically. So I didn't really have to, you know, hound them about their homework. Right. Um, my youngest learned to cook, which was <laughs> yay, really, Trevor. Yay. um, and we just, we did puzzles and we enjoyed our, um, family meals together. Right. Michael at the time had be, um, quit his job. The Lord had said it's time for something new, but he was kind of in a, in a season of waiting. And oh, so okay. we were able to go walking every morning, um, okay. and talk about this great Bible study that I had had lots of time to do all of a sudden now yes. because I wasn't at work, mm-hmm. um, experiencing God. Oh, and so amazing. Yes. it was pretty phenomenal. Okay. So those were the highs, the lows, of course, were watching, you know, Priya not be able to celebrate her senior year the way I'd yeah. hoped she would. And I think and you were supposed to take a big trip with her. We were supposed to go to Greece and then that got canceled. It was just every yep. time we wiped something off the whiteboard, mm. um, it just was sad. Yeah. It was sad. Not anything compared to what some people have ha- gone through, you know, by way of losing a loved one or losing sure. a job or their home, but sad nonetheless. Absolutely. Um, and so even during quarantine, I was able to be hopeful and okay. like this won't last forever um, and those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and so we were still, you know, we worshiped online, mm-hmm. um, still had community by way of FaceTime mm-hmm. um, and we were together and healthy and okay. that's what we tried to celebrate. Right. Yeah, I think I remember you saying, you know, you were just kind of enjoying this extra little bonus time you got with Priya mm-hmm. before and you're all your kids together before she headed off. So quickly before we kind of go into your job and stuff, what how was it like getting her to college then in all this? She was so ready, um, which made it very easy uh, for her dad and I and her and Trevor mm-hmm. took her up. Devin had a tennis t- uh, tournament. Okay. And so it was I think it was wonderful the way her dad and I came together to send her off and we had meals together with Priya and um she she was so ready for college it helped us I was sad but I knew she was ready um what I didn't know and I found out later probably last weekend was that she was trying to hold it all together because I got a phone call a couple weeks ago (laughs) saying yes mom it's really hard it's really hard being a college freshman in quarantine. Absolutely. I can't, I'm so thankful that Sophie, that wasn't her freshman year. That is very, very difficult. She's had, um, she's been wanting, she's wanting to get involved in so many organizations and everything's online, everything's Mm. virtual and they don't want any big gatherings. You have to wear a mask in all of your classes. Most of her classes are online except for a band and one chemistry lab, I think. So, um, it was really hard, even though she knows several people from Bernie, they have either rushed or, you know, done other oh, things okay. that if they found their people already. I see. So she um, 
thankfully last night I did learn that she went to a Christian women's organization. They oh, had good. something in person and oh, she good. said, I met so many people and it was wonderful awesome. and they found, she's found a church and so good for things are looking up. Okay. So that's why I thought you said you were going out of town unexpectedly for the weekend and I thought, oh, that was I why. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for you. I'm glad that she's close enough that you can do Me that. Too. She's at A&M by the way. So yes. That's fun. Okay, well, that's it's a hard transition for those freshmen. I'm really glad she's found somebody. That's, Me too. That's tough. Yeah. But what's really tough is you are a school nurse. Yes. And I yes. think everybody will be just interested to hear kind of just about that. You know, it, it's uh, yeah. for all of us as parents, it's it's just we don't know what's going on in there because we can't get in there. <laughs> you, you can't get in there. You, you are not allowed. You're not allowed. <laughs> and, you know, that's fine and all, but I think we wonder. I will tell you one funny thing is that Matthew, day two, came home and said, you know, my friend said never go to the nurse because you'll get sent home for two weeks. That's exactly what is happening. That's exactly what is happening. It's not keeping people from being sent to me, but that is but exactly what's go. happening. Isn't that funny? Because when you, when I just will say too, when she first became this, my little boy's nurse last year, um, they were not in the habit of going to the nurse much. But all of a sudden, Nurse Jennifer was there, and my boys found their way to the nurse quite a bit, didn't they? Well, you know. They did. What's not to love? <laughs> yes, Ice packs, bright, you know. Nurse Jennifer. Okay, but anyways, tell us a little bit about what that's like. Well, it all started probably the end of July when we started. Um, you know, over the summer, we didn't know what was happening. We didn't hear about much about the policies right. that were being written. We really, nobody really knew anything. Admin didn't even know anything. And so about the third week of July, we rec- we were called to a meeting and were told exactly what was going to happen and what our duties were going to be. Okay. And originally it was going to be, um, we had to learn all the, okay, 10 days versus 14 days. And I still get questions about isolation versus quarantine. Right. And, and nobody understands that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I finally you, do you now. Do. Yes. Yeah. I finally do now. Um, when we were going to send a student home, and that is for every symptom on the COVID okay. uh, symptom list, and then what the procedure would be for them to return. And so it took a long time to iron out all those details. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, and then in addition to that, we were going to be asked to do all the contact tracing. Okay. And so we didn't really understand how much time that would take until the... Um, the district off, uh, person who was writing the policies had to do it one day on a Sunday oh, for, okay. for 12 hours. And she said, I don't think you all will have time to do this. Oh, wow. Luckily, that was taken off of our plates. So we haven't okay. had to do the contact tracing part of it. Um, but it's school nursing is a very lonely job. Mm. And when I started at this school, it was a big contingency from one school who came to the new school. There was a big contingency yeah. from the other school who came to the new school. Okay. And they all had their people. Sure. And it's hard to, I'm a pretty social person. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty independent mm-hmm. as well, but um, it was hard to kind of make friends and meet, you know, I, I was. Well, you're in your little office. I'm the only one yourself, who does what I do. Right? Nobody really wants to help with lice and vomit. No. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a there's a few, but. Okay. Um, Okay. And so it's it's a lonely job as it, and we have a great community of nurses. We call each other and okay. you know ask opinions and vent mm-hmm. and laugh. Yeah. Um, but the, we're all busy. Yes. We're all busy. Mm-hmm. So I knew going into this year it would be even lonelier. Um, yeah. there, the teachers were instructed to call us before they sent a student because we needed to know how much to suit up. Oh, okay. You know, I don't wear my shield all the time, but if someone comes in symptomatic, I put on the shield and the gown and the whole nine yards. Okay. Um, and whether or whether or not I don't have any room for anyone. And so far that's only happened once. I had three in isolation waiting for to be picked up and I had to meet a student in the hallway with a thermometer and a cup of Sprite and oh. say, 
Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So <laughs> it's know. very different for you. It's very different. Um, I don't get out much. Um, and it's been really hard. This isn't, I'm missing a lot of the tender, loving care nursing. Oh, yeah. Kindergartners need, kindergartners yeah. need TLC. They just, they're missing their mama or they, the symptoms that they are actually feeling are manifesting themselves because of anxiety sure. or in a lot of instances, school nursing is, is finding out really horrible things that are happening in the home yeah, or in the classroom or, I, you sure. know, I'll say, why you know, tell me about your tummy ache? And they'll say, well, so-and-so's called me a name. And oh. so, you know, you find out and so you're like I'm a not, counselor too. Yeah. yeah. And I miss that part. I miss that. The, my clinic was a safe place yes. to come. It still is. Um, but, but they have to be allowed in. Yeah. <laughs> and they know, they know that they're not going to just go to you for that now because they're right. a little scared to get sent home. Right. Well, right. And sort of. their parents have said, only go in there if you absolutely have to because they don't want them to catch anything. Sure. So um, I was talking to you about this a little earlier. I, I found this great app, prayer app. I get up very early in the morning. Okay. And so it's called Pray As You Go. Oh, yeah, you tell me about that. Yeah, I still haven't and, looked into that. I got to do that. And it's an, I apologize. My dog is chewing a bone behind us. I haven't so even you know. I haven't okay. minded. I, hope I tune don't things mind. out. Okay. We're moms. We know. Okay. I'm just tuning out. So pray as you go. Pray as you go. And um, it's, I think it's probably a Catholic based, mm-hmm. but, and, and they're British. So sometimes I have a very difficult time understanding <laughs> what they're saying. But this one particular morning at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. I was listening and it was, they had us read through Ezekiel 37 and it was the first part of it. And I don't know, I know you have probably read it, Michelle, but I had never read this story. If I had, I didn't remember it. Okay. But it applied to me so, um, it spoke to me so powerfully. I've been, this is kind of where I've been living. It's, you know, which is ironic since we're talking about hope. Yeah, but, but that's okay. That's but sometimes the, we the find story hope is the about um, the Valley of Dry Bones okay. and how we're just feeling very, I've been feeling very dry. Mm. We, I've, don't have really a big church community except for corporate worship, but yep. then we're, we got to get out of there so they can disinfect. Right. And, um, I'm lonely, you know, working alone in my job yeah. and my daughter's gone oh. and, um, and the hours at my job have, have increased just because there's so much more, I can never get caught up on the other stuff I need to do because of COVID I'm doing all the COVID nursing. Right. So the story, um, in thir- Ezekiel 37 is, Basically, the Lord tells Ezekiel to tell these bones to come back together. He's going to put skin and tendons on him um, and make him human. But the essence of it is then he's going to breathe in the spirit into them and breathe into them. um, And and the Lord says, well, this is a metaphor for the people of Israel. I'm going to breathe new life into them because they've lost all their hope. And that spoke to me. I think at the time I knew you had invited me to come and speak about hope. And so that's just kind of where Mm. I am. And and like I mentioned, I have not lost a job. I've not lost a family member. I have not been ill. Um, By all intents and purposes, things are really great. And the Lord always brings to mind something um, that helps put things into perspective, a situation that's worse. But that's not to negate the low times that we feel, the right, hard times absolutely. that we feel, the dry times that we feel. And this is, I mean, I've been in the Bible every morning. I've yeah. been praying, right. but the prayers have been one of those spirit intercede for me. I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to say. You just, yeah. you know, I just got groans right now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, part of that is I'm not really a single parent. Um, their dad, you know, my kid's dad yes. is very involved and loves them very much. But as a spiritual head of the household, I've always been that Mm -hmm. that is 
sometimes very challenging but when 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 you don't feel when like you, you yeah. have it in you mm-hmm. yeah i don't know who to, you know i have to rely on them and yeah. thankfully they're older yep. um but it's that's a burden sometimes that i carry yeah um and then also just you know, all the things i didn't get to do at work or for the people i missed out mm-hmm. being able to minister to because i do look at it as a as a calling absolutely um and so that's kind of where I've been in the mm. Valley of Dry Bones. And it's been, uh, it's been difficult. I, I've been in other- so many people would be there right yeah. now. I think we can all, I mean, this has been a long, just time of uncertainty. Long night of the soul. And, yeah, and just yeah. dry, I think it's a very good metaphor. It's just, not that it, for some of us is so, so horrible, but it's just dry. It's just, it's just it's dry. Just, it's just keeps going. We're missing going. community. We're yeah. missing being able to do the things that, um, you know, brought us life and joy yeah. and this even simple things like, you know, going out to eat, yeah. you know, with it. And then, Oh, I forgot a mask. And- <laughs> yes. Isn't that something? Or like in church, just wearing a mask in church is so hard, right? I find you it know? very difficult mm-hmm. to sing in my mask. Well, yeah. I find it's it very, impossible. I mean, I, I, I say the Lord's prayer and the apostles mm-hmm. creed, but I have a very difficult time singing, singing. Yes. Yeah. Which is one of probably for you, especially as someone at the praise service, that's probably Yes, part of your worship because music really does speak to me Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, Um, and so and contemplating the valley of the dry bones Mm -hmm. and praying every day for the Lord to breathe new life into me every Mm -hmm. day. Every day at the end of the day, I recognize, oh, He's done just that. Mm. I don't. I may not feel it throughout the day, but I get up every morning and I come to Him, and I may not be on the highest of highs, Mm -hmm. you know, the mountaintop right now, right? But I'm still clinging to the hope. I'm still yes. clinging to the hope. And it reminds me of the passage. And um, I always bring my Bible because I could never remember. Thank stuff. you for I doing like, that. Yes. I was like, you know, paraphrase and it's oh, horribly I had, inaccurate. I had a Bible. That's that journaling Bible? Yes. I had one of those. Yes. Those I write, nice. Oh my gosh. I love to write yes. in my Bible. It's beautiful. She's um, got a beautiful handwriting too. Yes. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> oh, I do? Yes, you oh, do. thank you. <laughs> um, but I love this passage in Romans where it says that... Um, Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. So I'm trying really hard to, Mm. I I feel like, oh, Lord, I'm not unwavering in my faith. Like throughout all of this, I've not ever said, Lord, you are not here and I'm giving up on you. you? Mm -hmm. And I've been through other seasons in my life where the same was true. I could have easily just turned away Mm -hmm. and I didn't. And that's just the God holding me in his hand Mm -hmm. and and his promises are always true his, he will never leave me or forsake me. Mm-hmm. I sometimes let my emotions get the better of me mm-hmm. and have truly really tried to train myself not to um, let my feelings dictate. Okay. I have to dictate. I, my feelings can overrule. I feel sure. alone. I feel this. I feel that. I have to go back to the word of God. Yeah. And he says, you are never alone. I will never leave you or forsake you. He says, I have plans for you, mm-hmm. for you to prosper. He says... And really trying to focus on that, and um, and it's helpful to have Michael because he will often redirect and say, yes. "Well, wait a minute, have you considered?" And so it's been, and I have good friends who mm-hmm. say, "Hey, the Lord is with you," and mm-hmm. they'll shoot me a, a scripture, and mm-hmm. so that's important. That's awesome. And then, um, yeah, I think just, feelings are. De- that's definitely a good point too. Just we all can get into that, like we just, start, especially start women. Thinking, yeah, we start thinking on one track, and then we can let ourselves go really far down that little rabbit hole if we're not right. Um, but as the scripture also says, suffering produces perseverance, mm-hmm. which produces character, which produces hope, yeah. which is what we're talking what, about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
I believe in the hopeful times where it can be joyous and positive mm-hmm. and upbeat, but hope is also present in the not so positive yeah. times. Mm-hmm. When you're well, waiting for that next. Oh, in the waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Always in the waiting. And one of my favorite worship songs right now is Graves into Gardens. Hmm. And there's um, a line in it that says, the God of the mountain is the God of the valley. Oh, wow. And I don't know that one. And there's not a place your mercy and grace won't find me again. And so oh, the God is the awesome. same on the mountaintop mm-hmm. as he is in the valley. Mm-hmm. And to remember that he is steadfast and true and never changing and the Alpha and the Omega, regardless of what we're feeling. And uh, and that's what's bringing me hope. Well, that's great. And I think probably that's where you probably somewhat are coming from. You did that great study, Experiencing mm-hmm. God, which is definitely a mountaintop. Right? Definitely a mountaintop. And you and I talked about that before this whole thing. But um, so then to kind of come down from that and be kind of having a dry mm-hmm. season, that's that's exactly where you're at, you know. But God is still the same, like you said, on the mountaintop and in the valley. Right. And everybody's going through something different. I, I recognize, you know, I have to make some hard phone calls every day at work and say, mm. um, your student, you know, I, sometimes I feel like I'm saying your student, you know, blinked five times oh, and I have to send him home because thing. it's such a little thing that I'm sending them home for that I normally would not send him right. home for. I'm following the policy that was, you know, yep. provided by the district. I'm doing what I'm told. Um, and sometimes their response is not, you know, as pleasant as you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you would hope for it to sure. be. Uh, but I have to understand, too, they're, they're going through. They have a story that they're going through. They have to leave work. or And maybe they're, you know, really, really Struggling. on a tight budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, trying to extend that grace, you know, that we, we've been extended. Yeah. It's Absolutely. hard sometimes. It's hard not to let it get the better of you. Or mm-hmm. when you particularly in this season, when I'm feeling very weary, mm-hmm. you know, um, but to remember that we're all, this is affecting everybody differently. Right. And we do need to have grace. We've been talking about that a lot because we've kind of noticed, Eric and I just, people are on a little shorter, little shorter rope, you know, right now. Yes. And they're just a little bit more um, weary. I don't know if my dog needs to go out or what, but um, um, I don't know where my husband is either. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, people are on a different, we had a little issue at the football game. It was a little... Ooh. Police involvement with a with a family who I just think was a little bit on a little shorter rope. Than well, and those kinds of sporting sporting events <clears throat> can be that way anyway, and then you add all of the situation on top of it. Yeah, and it's very yeah, yeah. And stuff. So, I mean, it's nice. Do you? How do you feel about the students? How do you feel like they're kind of handling this? Are they? Are they? Is there more anxiety? Do you think? And if there you, is, I'm not seeing okay. it. I think our counselor is um, intercepting some of that. Um, we have a good number of students who are online learning, so our mm-hmm. numbers are pretty small. Yeah. Um, and our teachers are fantastic. They're very much in the we can do this. And, yeah. You know, wearing they really a mask are. and they've mm-hmm. adapted to the changes, and okay. so I think that's been very. Um, a, a very important component to how the students respond. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, it really has been business as usual. I okay. mean, we try to social distance as much as a preschool, you know, class. Yeah, you've got, yeah, you've <laughs> got preschools distance, in there, right? Yeah, we do. Preschoolers we have, in the building. We've got three classes in there. Okay. So. Okay. Well, what would you, just to kind of wrap up, what, so what would you say to someone who is in kind of where you're at right now, sort of this season of dry bones and, you know, just kind of having to push through, what what would you say? I would say read the word, even if you don't feel like yeah, it. Amen. I would say read the word because it's, it is always profitable. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, it God, it's God breathed and it's always profitable and it is always going to, you may not feel it in the moment, um, but, and then just pray those prayers that, you know, are 
you know, you're groaning mm-hmm. and the spirit will intercede for you. Mm-hmm. And, and God knows what you're going through, whether you tell him or not. Yeah. Um, but I think the scriptures, you know, just go to the Psalms or go to something that you can just cling to. Also, I, I, you know, I'm the a Psalms, big, good, good yeah, point. the Psalms mm-hmm. are good. I'm just starting a study on the Psalms with, okay. um, Jen Wilkin. And I think it's oh, going to okay. be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, surround yourself with some positive people. Good. I've, I've also, um, it's been hard and it's not been intentional that I've maybe pulled away. Mm-hmm. I was busy right. anyway, but then the negative is, yeah. there's a difference between always complaining and just let me share what's on my heart mm-hmm. because yeah, the good is. friend will say, that is so hard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray for you versus someone who will say, would join in yeah. and, and just bring it, you yeah. even further down. Yes, yes. And so, um, I have really good friends who are positive and, yeah. and godly and, and, uh, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I stay in, in the word and, um, the Psalms I think are a great suggestion because there's some really low, low points in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. In fact, sometimes they can be kind of depressing if you gotta, you've got to see the, the light at the end. Yes. Um, but, and also probably you mentioned walking. I mean, just making sure you're getting out, right? Yes. And just getting... Yes. And that's something that I have not been doing. I was walking in the morning and by the oh, afternoon. Oh gosh, you can't do that now. I can't can do that now. No. 4.30, 5 o'clock. And so I was really hopeful for this cold front that was supposed to be coming in. But now they're like, well, 80. And I thought, oh, two I know. days I ago 50. it was 68. Oh my goodness. 80 is <laughs> But you know, it is September front. in Texas. Okay. So we were, All right. we were a little too hopeful. Well, we'll get so. through it. Well, yes. Well, we pray that y'all continue on with hope and we thank you so much for for thanks for having me i love podcasts i've never been a guest i just listen a lot your very first time exciting